with grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, one day in uh, 2013, along Hollywood Boulevard in California, the paparazzi were on their way. They were tailing a man named John. They were snapping their pictures and asking their questions. John was just trying to spend a normal day sightseeing with his son. But clearly that wasn't going to happen. And soon the fans started showing up too. Right? People from the street were trying to get close to him. His assistant, Lori Lee, who was with him, was telling the people, no, no touching. Right? And his big burly bodyguards were there too, making sure nobody got close. A few brave fans asked if they could get a picture or an autograph, and John reluctantly signed a few. And at one point, John and his entourage stopped into a Chick-fil-A. And an, an employee there said, I knew I recognized him, but what are they doing on Hollywood Boulevard? And Lord Lee said, just seeing the sights. Just a dad and his son. Aw, that's nice said the employee. Right? This Hollywood celebrity was just trying to be a regular guy for the day. Or not. Actually, it was exactly the opposite. John was a regular guy trying to be a celebrity for the day. <laughs> you see, he wasn't really famous. Nobody had ever heard of John before. Instead, he was a reporter for GQ magazine. This was a story assignment about how the celebrity treatment can mess with your head. And it all happened thanks to a company called Crowds on Demand. Their name pretty much says it all. GQ paid them to give the fake celebrity treatment to John and his son. There was the fake personal assistant, fake bodyguards, fake reporters, fake fans, the whole deal, right? Even a fake identity. People were told that he was King John of Wales. <laughs> and yes, some people who weren't in on it thought he was an actual celebrity like the employee at Chick-fil-A, but it was all fake. In a way, it was very much like the movie Aladdin. When Aladdin wishes that Genie turned him into a prince, remember this? There was the fancy clothes, the adoring fans, the fake identity, even the big parade with all the people, but it was all fake. John, though, didn't have a Genie to grant his wish. Instead, it cost GQ Magazine $5,000 for a day of this treatment. And if you have that kind of money, you can hire fake paparazzi to follow you around all day, too. When it came time to write his article, John said that he didn't really like being treated this way. He appreciated his life of anonymity, where he and his son could walk around and go sightseeing and not be recognized. Now, of course, there aren't many people who have five grand burning a hole in their pocket to buy celebrity treatment for a day. 
But that doesn't mean you can't get attention in other ways, right? I mean, think about social media. It's just one big popularity contest, right? The people who have the most likes, most views, most followers, most subscribers, they're the winners. They're the internet celebrities. And you don't need money to do that. You just need to have some kind of extraordinary talent or a winning personality or you just have to look pretty. Right? I mean, honestly, you don't have to say or do anything. Just let yourself be eye candy and people will pay attention to you. And they will be the ones who give you money. Now, rewind many years earlier to the other side of the world. It happened one day in the early first century along the Jordan River. The crowds were there because they were paying attention to a different man named John. He didn't pay them to be there, and I doubt anyone considered John to be eye candy. Instead, he was proclaiming repentance and offering baptism. And people noticed. They noticed what he was saying and doing. Some of them noticed because they wanted to repent and be baptized. Others, though, like the priests and the Levites from Jerusalem, they noticed and were confused. Like the passers-by who saw reporter John on Hollywood Boulevard and his faith crowd... They probably wondered, who is this guy over by the Jordan River? And so, like reporters, they asked him, who are you? John said, I'm not the Messiah. Okay, fine, but you didn't answer the question. So they try again. Are you Elijah? No. Are you the prophet? No. Okay, so who are you? Why should we pay attention to you? You're acting like you're some kind of Taylor Swift out here with your big crowd, but we've never heard of you. John then said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who's coming after me. I'm not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. And there's the twist. Did you see what just happened? John got their attention, but then he tried to redirect it. He was basically telling them, I'm not the real story here, people. Among you stands one whom you don't know. And he is way more important than I am. He's the one you should be paying attention to. Now, maybe when the priests and the Levites heard him say this, they thought back to something Moses said back in Deuteronomy. The Lord God will raise for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You shall heed such a prophet. Now, surely John couldn't be pointing to a coming prophet like Moses did, right? 
mean, we often pay attention to people who are in the spotlight. We pay attention to those who have the big crowds and the reporters. We pay attention to the people who make the viral videos or who look pretty or who have record-breaking music tours. But John flips all that around. In a world of, hey, everybody, look at me. This is a game changer. Very few people in the spotlight want to redirect the spotlight to somebody else. But John does. And we can, too. That's because there's three details here about John that also apply to us. First, John was in the public eye. And so are you. I mean, I know you're not a celebrity. You're not giving interviews or signing autographs or having fans chase you. But you do still live with other people. You go places and you do things and people see you, right? You are in the public. Nobody can ever really live off the grid. Second, John said that Jesus was already in their midst. They just didn't notice him. Instead, they noticed John. Right? They noticed the crowd. Like us. Right? We pay attention to the famous people. But what many people don't notice is the woman who's pushing a stroller down the sidewalk. Or the man who's sitting at the bedside of his mother. Or the child who helps a friend at school who's feeling lonely. We often don't see the people folding the laundry. Or the people handing you your food through the drive through window. Or the people who bring your groceries to the car. <coughs> we don't often see the aides in nursing homes. Or the janitors in schools. Or the attendants at gas stations. These people rarely get noticed. But that's where Jesus shows up. He was already in their midst, as John said. And he's already in our midst too. But sometimes we just don't pay attention. And third, John used the attention that he got to help people notice Jesus who was already there. Right? In other words, people pay attention to you. Right? Your kids, your spouse, the people at work, people at school, your friends, strangers. Right? They talk with you, they listen to you. Just like John. And yes, your crowd might not be as big as his, but that doesn't matter. Right? Regardless of how many people were there by the Jordan River, John still said, You think what I'm doing is important? Well, I'm not the one you should be paying attention to. I want you to see somebody else. John was constantly trying to redirect them to Jesus. 
And like John, we can do that too. As we saw in last week's reading, Jesus as a character doesn't really show up in this scene. But he is still very much present. Because he is the reason that John does what he does. And he is the reason that we do what we do. We are here simply to point him out to others. So let me put it this way. It happens on a regular day in Dayton, Ohio. Maybe it's at home or at work or when you're out and about. People are listening to you and paying attention to you, and you didn't pay them to do that. But since you have their attention, you can remind them of how Jesus is already at work in the world. You can tell them about how you've seen him and how they can see him too. So really, we are like the crowd surrounding reporter John on the street. But we're not fake. Instead, we actually follow this one who seems like a nobody. This teacher from Nazareth who a lot of people overlook. He doesn't fit the typical model of a celebrity. I don't imagine that Jesus was eye candy. But we're drawing people's attention to him. And when they see us worshiping him and adoring him and following him, they might wonder, who is that? And then we can say, like John, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that's because, whether it's in John's day or our own, Jesus is the real story. And there is nothing fake about that. So in the name of the one we point to and proclaim, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.